everything's vibrating and our bodies vibrate as well. And the core of music, of course, is vibration. And so it makes sense that if you can tune in your personal vibrations with the sounds around you, you can actually harmonize them so that they work together. Welcome to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast with Bree Noble. Bree is a musician, entrepreneur, speaker, and founder of Women of Substance Music Radio and Podcast. Bree's interviews with successful female musicians and industry pros are both inspirational and informational. She also answers your questions about the music business. Bree is on a mission to help you create great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business, and to truly become a female entrepreneur musician. Hey, this is Bree Noble. Thanks for tuning in to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast, where we talk about making great music, how to connect with your audience, and how to grow your business. And today I think we have a really appropriate episode for starting the new year because we're talking with someone who's not only a musician, but also a health coach, and how she combines the two to help other health coaches create really raving fans of their coaching program through music. And I think this is cool because I do meet a lot of musicians that are really into health and they want to find some different ways of utilizing their music talents rather than just performing and, you know, recording regular old music, things that they can do that maybe use two of their talents together. And not only that, but use their music to help people and help heal people through health. So we're going to talk to Lori Cunningham today, but first I want to remind you to go to www.femusician.com. That's female entrepreneur musician, femusician.com. And you can get all kinds of episodes like this on all kinds of different topics. So if you haven't been to our website yet, if you're listening to this on iTunes or some other location, go to femusician.com to listen to all kinds of great knowledge and insights from our guests about music, the music business, and how you fit into it. So here's a little bit about Lori Cunningham. Lori Cunningham is a true innovator in the health and wellness field. Having successfully married her passions of music and health, creating her business baby, the Music Health Coach. She's a professional recording artist with a BA in vocal performance and is a certified holistic health coach. She helps health and wellness coaches turn prospective clients into raving fans with the secrets of music. She builds her business and creates her music around her crazy family with one husband and four rambunctious boys. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation with Lori Cunningham. So that's a little bit about Lori Cunningham. Lori, do you have anything you want to share that's maybe a little more personal about yourself that's not in your bio? You know, I could I could get more personal any time of the day. <laughs> but um, one thing I didn't mention in the bio is that I do all of my music, all of my producing and recording at home. I started when uh, my third son was one years old. And so uh, my husband built me an isolation booth out in the garage. And I just have all my equipment, everything at home. And I taught myself how to do it. I didn't have any prior education or anything because all of my music background was with live performance. Like the college that I graduated from, we actually shunned the use of microphones and, and everything. So 
all of the equipment and the recording and everything I taught myself how to do. Well, what college was that? It, um, <laughs> it was Mesa State College, which is in Grand Junction, Colorado, it is now a university, Colorado Mesa University, I think that's what it's called. But um, they've now incorporated a lot of audio production. But at the time, <laughs> you know, I graduated in 99, so it's been a while. At the time, we just we didn't do anything live gear at all. That makes sense because when I went, I mean, it depends on the kind of program you have. But when I went to school, we didn't learn anything about gear. I mean, we had gear like when we performed with our acapella group and stuff, but we didn't learn how to use it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, that makes sense. So how did you learn? reading lots of manuals. Wow. You didn't take a course or anything? No, I, I didn't. I, um, I got started finding lots of musicians on MySpace back in the day when MySpace was cool. And I just Mm -hmm. asked lots and lots and lots of questions and read manuals and trial and error, pulling my hair out, getting stress blisters, you know, the whole gamut (laughs) of just figuring this out. That is a serious DIY or approach. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, how did you, you know, start loving music from the beginning? And, you know, what, what's your musical background? I have always wanted to be a singer. That was one of the things ever since I can remember, I just wanted to be a singer. I wanted to be a singer, a wife and a mother. And uh, I, it's just part of who I am. I was taking voice lessons from 12 on and it was just a very natural progression that that's what I did. I was in whole bunch of different shows, you know, musicals. And um, I had, I got my college degree in vocal performance and uh, had performance uh, scholarships and conducting scholarships. And, you know, it's just kind of that natural progression. And then after I graduated, I started teaching voice lessons as well. And uh, it's just part of who I am. There was a, a time in my life that I didn't do it when, when my two younger boys were really little and I just kind of let music go in the background and I felt like a part of me died. So mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm familiar with that, but I only lasted about two months, I think. Oh. After I had a baby, I was just like, I can't like not, I always thought, I don't have time for this music thing. And then I'm like, I can't not. Yeah. You know, it's just not, it's not, I, I don't feel like myself. Exactly. So were you performing during this time that you were teaching and stuff, or were you mostly focusing on teaching? I was, when I was teaching, I, I was also taking lessons from someone else. And so I was part of her recitals, but it was nothing like I was doing before, because at that point we'd already started our family and it was really hard to perform with having a family. So I was just doing mostly teaching. Now there was a time my fourth son, he was one and I joined a band and we did a lot of performing, but it was really hard on my family. And so after about three months, we kind of went our separate ways, but I used that mm-hmm. to learn more about the live gear and, and that collaboration. And, and that, I knew that there was a, a lack that I couldn't figure out on my own. Mm. How did you get started in the health coaching field? Because I think it's interesting, really interesting combination of these two fields. Yeah. That one's, it was a natural progression as well, but not as straightforward as getting into the music. Because I had my own health issues along the way. I had a 
terrible pregnancy with my last one. I was on bed rest the entire time in excruciating pain. And I kind of ate my misery away. I gained a lot of weight. And after I had him, I knew that I had to switch things around or else my quality of life had totally gone, gone down. And I wasn't able to chase after my children and, you know, just like really live the way that I wanted to live. And, um, I just really got things in order, lost 65 pounds in 13 months. And you can imagine people going, what are you doing? And, uh, I was just really passionate of helping them and I didn't know what I was doing. I knew what I did, but I didn't know how to help them because it's so personal and what works for me might not necessarily work for you. And I didn't know how to navigate that. And then it also was taking time away from my music, which, you know, I die if I don't do my music. And so it just hit me in the shower one day because the shower is the best place for getting insight, right? I totally, it's either the shower or when I'm exercising for me. Yeah, yeah. So I just got this idea. Well, why don't you combine your passion for health and your passion for music and create music that will help people to become healthy and motivate them? Like. Oh, okay. And within a couple of days, I found an online school. It's called the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And it's a year-long program, but I was able to do it while being at home with my family. And all the curriculum was online and and a preloaded iPad that came as part of the tuition. And so I was able to get my uh, certification to become a health coach. That's wow. I started. That's, that's amazing. So how, how long did it take you? I missed that to get your certification. It was a year. A year. Okay. Yeah. But you're doing that on the side. You're doing other things. And, and once you got your certification, how did you jump into the coaching arena? Like what was the first thing that you did to start getting clients? <laughs> I put um, my certification on Facebook and said, look what I got. And I had someone message me and said, I need to hire you. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I thought you were going to tell me, oh, I like put it up there and like I heard crickets or, you know, that's just amazing that you got a client right away. Were this someone that already knew you? Yes, actually. Okay. That helps. Yeah, it does. Like she um, had all my music albums and stuff. So. Oh, wow. That's great. What, why do you think that music is a key factor in people's overall health? Well, if you think about it, you know, I, I was learning a lot about vibration because everything is vibrating. The chair that you're sitting in, everything's vibrating and our bodies vibrate as well. And the core of music, of course, is vibration. And so it makes sense that if you can tune in your personal vibrations with the sounds around you, you can actually harmonize them so that they work together. And then we also instinctively turn to music to feel better or to process negative emotions. It's a part of our, our culture. It defines who we are. And uh, sound people who write Uh, movie soundtracks, they are masters at amplifying the feelings that that's happening on the screen. And there's a release, a very healthy release that happens when you're listening to music, if you do it correctly. But you know, like there's also music that, that can amplify the feelings of anger and which isn't always bad because that's part of our emotional makeup. Well, and yeah, Kurt Cobain was a master of that, right? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Absolutely not. We saw where that got him. But anyway, made up. Yes, but he, they made a lot of money off of that. <laughs> yeah, and we need to have those releases. You know, back in the day, people you know, when we were when everyone was like farming and stuff like that, we got a lot of release from being physically active. Well, we're not as physically active, and so we turn to other things. And uh, I just feel that that music really is something that can help us to uh, mind, body, and soul because it touches us in those aspects all at the same time. It's more than just eating a plate of broccoli, which is healthy, but you know, we, it doesn't touch our emotions. <laughs> right. So do you think of it more like a stress reliever or, or maybe something that you're replacing your desire to maybe eat chocolate or something, you, you know, you should go and, and listen to some amazing music and get that kind of catharsis that you would want. I mean, my, my daughter often would be like, I, you know, that certain time mm-hmm. of the month where you're like, I have to have chocolate. <laughs> like, um, no, you actually don't have to have it. I understand that your brain is telling you that, but you know, is this a way that we can maybe substitute something a little more healthy? Yeah, actually, it's both. I really do a lot of stress relief because we're so stressed out. That's the number one reason why people go to the doctor is things that have to do with stress that they're not realizing. You know, IBS, um, ulcers, you know, there's just so many lifestyle diseases and and things that we're dealing with that all come back to stress. So, of course, I have to touch upon that. I have to really help people with that. But also it does help us deal with those other physical needs because your know, chocolate releases dopamine, um, opiates, you know, it, it makes us feel good, but music does the same thing. It, mm. it fires our brain almost the exact same way. You know, it's interesting because it's, it's bringing to mind for me, I have Crohn's disease and there was a period in my life where it was really, really, really bad. And I ended up in the hospital several times. But part of the reason that that was really bad at that time, number one was the stress in my job. And I had just had a baby and everything. But I think part of it also was maybe related to my lack of doing music. Because, you know, as it being such a big part of me, I was unable to do music at that time because I had a small baby at a full time job. And I had just had a terrible experience in a band um, where we broke up and it just didn't go well whatsoever. And I was just pretty sour on the whole music thing for a while. And, you know, you're really bringing a light bulb to me right now thinking, you know, maybe some of that stress was not being relieved by my ability to do music and outpour that part of me that needed to be let go. Absolutely. Yes. Mm. Yes. Wow. I just had a light bulb come on during my own interview. That's so cool when that happens. I love that. And there's, you know, if it's happening for me, it's happening for people out there listening. That's wonderful. And I'm learning a lot more about what happens when we create music. Cause there's, there's one aspect when we listen to music and we really connect with it, but it literally makes our brain have fireworks when we're creating it. There's mm-hmm. a whole new level that happens. Yeah, I I could totally get that because I used to do what you do. I used to create music in my room and produce it all myself and everything before I had kids. And I would be in there all day and I would like look up and it would be dark. Like what happened to the day? 
But I realized that I was just so focused and so into what I was doing and just having an awesome time that the time was just flying. And, you know, I felt like so complete in that whole experience. I'm jealous because <laughs> yeah. I can't do that. I don't get to do it anymore. I mean, I really don't. Finding that kind of focus time is hard when you have kids. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would, you know, my husband was getting his doctorate. So he'd be holed up in, in one room working on, you know, learning German or whatever he had to do or writing his thesis. And I'd be in the other room writing music and creating it and recording it and all that stuff. So that's definitely a an amazing, if you can get a few days in your life that are like that, I think they're unforgettable. Mm -hmm. So how do you then translate this into helping other health, health coaches bring music into their coaching? Well, my story is, I'm trying to figure out how to put this and make it concise, right? Uh, I was, I was struggling overall getting clients. I was kind of using music in my coaching, but I really wasn't because, you know, there's all these bright, shiny objects around and the online coaching world is just, oh, there's so much going on. And through some stuff that happened, I had to make a choice of how I was going to make this work. And just another light bulb moment, just like, bing, create custom music, create custom meditations and affirmations for your client based on their goals, what they're struggling with. I'm like, okay. And literally within two months, my coaching practice was full. Mm. And I had, I had as many clients as I could, I could handle. And they were all just following through on the recommendations, making huge life changes. They were happy. They were becoming healthier. It was amazing. And as I was sharing this with my colleagues, they were saying, well, I want this too. And so I was being hired to create custom music for their programs. And I found that I actually enjoyed that more. Mm. <laughs> it's spreading this music health revolution faster than little old me ever could. And I was just really, really enjoying it. And I understood their struggles with how come, you know, they're struggling getting clients and, and fo- having their clients follow through and, you know, they, they want to incorporate music, but they don't know how, they don't want to take the time to learn. And they're not musicians, even though I feel we're all musicians, but you know, that they felt that they're not, that they couldn't do it. I'm like, well, that's what I do. Here you go. Well, there's a lot that goes into recording. Yes. Your own stuff. You know, <laughs> I mean, you've put a lot into that and then you think to yourself, like, oh, you know, this isn't that hard, but you can't remember all that you put in all your experience and everything that you got to where you are now mm-hmm. to do that. So are you, are you creating like individualized songs for specific people based upon their, their struggles? Or are you just kind of have like these buckets of, of types of struggle struggles, and then you can kind of give one to each person depending on what their issues are? For my own health coaching clients? Yes. I was kind of doing both, honestly. It depends on what program they bought into. Because the ones with the custom music, of course, that takes more of my time, a lot more of my time. And so it costs more. So, right. um, yeah, it just, it just really depended. I'm not doing health coaching anymore because mm. I'm doing more with the coaches. Right. That's amazing that you've transitioned that way. But it's interesting 
to talk about what then your clients now do with their people. So that yeah. did they, since they're not creating the music, do they come to you and say, can you create a song for this person? These are their issues or do they come and, and you've got kind of a whole library of things that they can choose from? Uh, that's, it's kind of two different, it's not, there's no kind of about it. It's two different uh, services that I offer. I have a lower end, uh, it's a done for you meditations and royalty free music package that coaches can purchase that has the pre-done meditations that are a little bit more just umbrella, like there's uh, a body wellness and a weight loss and uh, a couple of meditations they can do, like a progressive body meditation. It's so funny because all these, it's, it's voiceovers. I don't have any singing in any of them, and that's mm. <laughs> which is something I want to start incorporating. For it. I was wondering that. <laughs> That's actually really funny. Um, yeah, so I have that, that that people can just buy and just it's I, I say it's a plug and play. You know, they can they can plug these meditations already into their programs, give it to their clients. But then there's the royalty free aspect of music that's already proven that does help facilitate meditation and change and transformation, but that they can record their own meditations on top of it. And I teach them how to do that. Oh, I see. So you give them the royalty free music and then they record this, the voiceover. Yeah. Like they can create their own custom voiceovers because that way their clients who are already associating their voice with change and safety, they can listen to these meditations with their coaches voices and be able to make those transitions easier. I get it. So it makes it almost like your coach is with you all the time. Yes. Oh, that is very cool. I like that idea. And why do you think it's important to have music with that voiceover? Well, because um, music relaxes everything. You know, if we're talking about relaxation, it relaxes everything literally within seconds. It fires up our brain. It taps into our subconscious really, really fast. And so, oh, here are these coaches wanting to basically reprogram their clients' thinking. So how they're thinking, because um, that way their clients aren't fighting so much with themselves. Because when you're in the health industry, a lot of things that you're dealing with are uh, habits and programmings that people have had since they're little. And, And, you know, our subconscious really dictates what we do, how we live, the choices that we make a lot more than our conscious does. I've heard anywhere between 70 to 95%. Mm. Uh, so you really need to tap into that more. And music does that and, and helps us, it motivates us and helps us remember things. Like, have you ever walked into a room and you're like, I don't remember why I walked in here. I don't remember what I was going to get. Like ever, like every single day now that I'm in my 40s. <laughs> but then you hear a song that you haven't heard in 10, 20 years and you remember almost all the lyrics. Oh, not only that, I, I can hear a song and I can picture myself because yeah. I like to run. I can picture myself running in a particular neighborhood that I used to live in like three houses ago when I hear that song. Yes. Because I can I can like picture the scenery that's going by as I'm hearing it. I mean, it is amazing how music does that. It just like attaches to that memory. Exactly. And so that's your subconscious mind. So for mm. a, attaching a new memory, a new programming so that people aren't fighting with themselves as much anymore. 
And so it's almost right. effortless change. Right. Because if they're listening to that and their coach is encouraging them and they're feeling really good about themselves, that then the next time, if they listen to that music, even if their coach wasn't talking on there, it probably would bring back that feeling of like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm really feeling good about my life. I'm doing really well. I'm losing weight or whatever it is that they're trying to do. Bingo. Yes, that's exactly that's, right. That's very cool. That's very cool. Yeah. I did. Re I want Sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, <laughs> I realized I didn't ahead. answer. Part that, that was the music package that I have. But then the custom music that I make for coaches, it's very much like I only take a few clients on because it does take a lot of my time and I am really limited as far as that's concerned. But we have it's a collaboration. We really work very closely together, just whatever it is that they're working on. I, I created a whole it ended up being almost 25 minutes worth of music for a coach's 90 day group program. Mm. Uh, sometimes I do video intros, you know, more sound branding. It just depends on what they're wanting for their business. And then, if and do they bring you bring them into your studio? Do you have them record their voice and then send it to you? How does that work? I have not had them do their own voiceovers yet. But um, I am definitely open to that. How it, I have two different ways that I do it. Either you know we, we talk about it and then I create samples and I send it to them. So it's like this whole back and forth. But a new uh, experience that I've just rolled out and it's going to be my favorite service in the entire world. I call it my music co-creation day. And um, you know, I just did a beta test a couple of weeks ago with a client. And we did it via Skype. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking, yeah. like, just like we're doing now, right? Yes, video. As I'm recording this interview, you could be, oh, video. Yeah, okay. we did video. And so she feels like, she felt like she was in my studio and mm. we were working on it in time. And that was just amazing. And I want to be able to do it live as well. So I think that would even bring another element into it. And so then I could record them with the, if they want to do affirmations or whatever else they want to do with the song. It just depends on what they're doing. But it's just like this whole, it's a co-creation. We're creating it together for these people who, who feel like they're non-musicians. They don't know how to do it. And they say, well, I, I really need that saxophone. It's too pretty. It's too clean. I'm like, okay, well, here's some effects. I can make it, you know, it was, it was just really cool. <laughs> wow. So you're basically becoming a producer. Yeah, I guess so. That's, that's, that's awesome. I love that. I love how you're coming up with these different income streams within the same business that are just like all a little bit different from each other, but they're, you know, they're niching down to what your individual clients need. Mm -hmm. It's very cool. Well, let me switch gears for a second. I want to ask you if you had a mentor along the way that helped you kind of figure out your direction and, you know, how, how you got into, I know you kind of came up with this combination yourself, but was there any mentor that was really instrumental in your music side or your health side or both? Uh I was thinking about this. Um, I used to belong to an association full of musicians here in Utah. And there was one guy, and I cannot remember the name of him, his name for the life of me. But he's a producer and he's also a musician. He, work, he's work, he works with a lot of DJs, especially Cascade. He kind of mm. helped him get in the industry. And when I went to this talk of his, it was like, it was amazing because he, he told us that 
we think too much. As musicians, we overthink it, that we have wonderful intuition and we need to trust ourselves more. He created an album with four other guys, three or four other guys, and they literally wrote from start to finish, start to finish over four weekends. Wow. And that was what I needed. I needed to hear it because it used to take me months to do one song. Like, well, I can do this. And so I really pushed myself at the beginning of my health coaching career. I did this meditation challenge where I'm like, I'm going to create all original music for this. It was a new song. It was like three weeks long and a new song every week that I didn't have. (laughs) So I Mm -hmm. had to push myself to create this music and I did it. And so I have been so much faster and just trusting myself that I know what I'm doing. It's been amazing that way. So musically, that was a huge turning point for me. And then as far as my business is concerned, I've been working with a coach for the past year. Her name is Lisa Sarnowski. And she has been so, so instrumental with, I guess, with trusting myself, but also um, having that, I don't call it a balance, a life-work balance. I call it a harmony right having a life work harmony and uh i love that that <laughs> musical interjection there <laughs> yeah she works with highly sensitive people and a lot of artists are highly sensitive and i didn't realize that that was part of what was going on and why all these different things that people were telling me i should do they were burning me out like crazy and i was about ready to throw in the towel none of this is working for me but she has really helped me and helped hone all of this in. And I, I would not be where I am today without her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want you, I want our, my listeners to listen to that because I, I just really believe that mentors are the key to us moving forward. Sometimes we are just like stuck in the mud. Like you said about the uh, analysis paralysis thing like yeah. that, I think can become such a problem for musicians because we're such perfectionists, especially if we're producing our own stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I have talked to people, you know, in relation to women of substance that have sent me music and they're like, I wrote this song back in, you know, 2012 and it took me two years to get it perfect. And I'm like, oh, like I would, I would love to hear the original version and see how actually different it is from this one. Like this one's very good, but you know, is it really that different that it took you two years to get there? Mm hmm. So yeah, it's, it's, it's important for us to somebody, sometimes somebody needs to kick us in the butt, right? (laughs) (laughs) And get going. So what do you find, what do you think has been like the most critical tool toward your success? Do you think it's been like networking, social media, a certain skill set, you know, online tools, courses, agency, you know, people helping you, mentors? Oh, that's a really, really hard question. You're going to say like all of them, right? Yeah. Well, I mostly have utilized Facebook, which I'm trying to get away a little bit more. There's a lot of noise and being highly sensitive, it was really affecting me. So I'm trying to get away from Mm -hmm. it a little bit more. But YouTube has actually really helped me because I did one song video last year. It was just, it was a still shot. Just this video of a positive affirmation song and I posted it in a Facebook group. A coach saw it. I didn't even know her. She didn't know me. It was about money abundance and she did every day she listened to it for 30 days and 
she had her best income for the month after listening to it. it had huge shifts in her business and so she's like okay she hired me to create custom music so like that was really okay where do we find that i think we all need to listen to that <laughs> Um, my YouTube channel is just Lori Cunningham and, uh, just scroll down and it's money abundance. Okay. I'm going to check that okay. out. The month is just starting for me. This is currently the beginning of October. I know yes. this is going to be airing later, but I'm going to do this and see what happens. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, so Facebook's been really big. YouTube has really helped. I've gone to a couple of networking events, which was really good last year especially one in San Diego that I went to. That one was good. Um, I've, I'm just trying everything. <laughs> That's good. It's, it's good to try everything and then focus on the things that work, right? Yeah. Definitely. So do you have a most prized possession as a musician, like a certain microphone or a certain software program or you know, a certain keyboard or something that you use? Well, my voice, first and foremost. Oh, good point. <laughs> Since that's like my key instrument, but I have a full size synthesizer. It's an Alesis Fusion. They are no longer made. Mm. But my first album, I did completely on that. I, I didn't use software, I did everything in there. And you recorded it on the Alesis. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I also have, I have an 18 track recorder. And so I recorded okay. the vocals in there. Anyway, it was like this whole thing <laughs> antiquated setup that I had um but I don't use the keyboard very much anymore hardly at all but I'm never getting rid of that thing because it's amazing yeah I agree I don't use my keyboard much anymore but I would never get rid of it yeah. like my Roland with the awesome grand piano sound like yeah. no getting rid of that <laughs> exactly so do you have a book that you can recommend um and since we've talked about health coaching, maybe you've got one in relation to the music side or the artistic side or the self-help side, and then one maybe into the, in the health coaching or, you know, health side that you can recommend. Like I have a whole stack of books right here, all of them are about music and health, Ooh. but, um, you know, I know the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, they have a health book. And he just recently, Joshua Rosenthal just recently um, did a new edition. So I would check that out because that, that really goes into all aspects of our health. Again, not just about food. It's about our careers and our relationships and, you know, how they all interact. And then also um, government subsidies and different things that you didn't even realize, like why it is more expensive to eat healthy, mm. healthy and kind of goes into that. There's an a self-improvement book called The Motivation Manifesto. And I can't forget, I can't remember who wrote it now. That's okay. I'll look it up okay. and put it on the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. Motivation Manifesto. That's a great self-improvement book. It'll, if, if you're needing to be motivated and just get your butt out of bed and just do stuff, that's the book to read. For music health, I have four that I really, really like. The Mozart Effect by Don Campbell. That's a classic. And then there's also another one that he wrote before he passed away, Healing at the Speed of Sound. That one is a really, really good one. And then This Is Your Brain on Music by... <laughs> I, I haven't heard of that one. That's cool. It's a good book. Um, Daniel J. Leventon. I think that's how you say his last name. And then one I just recently picked up. I'm three-fourths of the way through it, and she is brilliant. It's called Music Medicine by Christine Stevens. And I really am enjoying this book. 
Hmm. Wow. So before we close, because we're almost done, I'm just curious because this came to my mind. How is what you do different than, say, music therapy? Because that's kind of like a a commonly thrown around term that people, you know, even they're having degrees in that nowadays. What is music therapy versus music health coaching? Uh, Well, I don't know a ton about music therapy, but first of all, you have to be certified. You have to have the degree and everything that goes into music therapy, which I don't have. And so legally, I cannot say what I do is music music therapy. But uh, music therapy, as far as I know, um, is a lot more uh, helping people you drum circles or you uh, help people tone things out. Um, It's a lot more in person. And what I'm doing is it's online a lot. And like, here's your audio that you can send to your clients and um, that they can do more on their own. And I, hmm. I teach the the health aspects of music. And I don't know if they do that in music therapy or not. And actually, that's on my list of things to, to look into and learn more about. Because <laughs> I've been teaching myself just like with the whole producing and engineering and all that. I'm teaching myself this. Yeah, you're obviously good at teaching yourself <laughs> stuff. So next year, you can tell me all about music therapy. Okay. You'll be fully versed, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you so much for getting on here with me and talking about this subject. I have never really met anyone that combined music and health in the way that you do. And I think it's very cool. And I can't wait for some of our listeners to hear this because I think a lot of them are, in fact, I know several of musicians that also are in the health space. They're maybe yoga teachers or they're um, exercise teachers or, you know, they run gyms or whatever, and they've kind of com- tried to combine that with music, but usually there's been a complete disconnect there. So I think it will be really cool for them to hear how you've combined these things. Thank you. So let people know how they can find you online. Yes, um, I have my website, which is musichealthcoach.com. And if anybody is interested in creating their own meditations, I have a peaceful meditation creation kit. And that's musichealthcoach.com forward slash peaceful meditation kit. And that's all one word. So you can get that and it's free. That's a great domain name, by the way. You. you looked out on that one. <laughs> It's all about branding. I know, I know. When I was getting mine, I was like, I sure hope female, like FE musician, because I want it to be femme musician. Mm. You know, I wanted that to be available and it was available. I was so excited. (laughs) So thank you so much. And um, I really appreciate you giving us all of this insight today. And I hope you have an awesome weekend. Thank you. You too. Now go out and make great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business. Female Entrepreneur Musician has been brought to you by femusician.com and femalemusicianacademy.com. With editing by Jen Eads of 317 Sound Design and music by Stella Ronson.